You're listening to the No Legacy Podcast, brought to you by No Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. Good morning, everybody. Hope things are going well. We're finally back into January. I feel like we've kind of found ourselves uh, taking a little pause. Um, yeah, uh, you know, everyone's been sick. In fact, uh, I'm sitting in for uh, Kyle right now because uh, he's at home with the vid. And so praying for you, Kyle. Hope you're doing well. And uh, yeah, let us know what it's like on the other side when you're consuming this, not exactly, producing this. Exactly. So the Rona has caught everybody, but... Uh, yeah, thankfully He's at it's home been taking long. notes. Like everything that we're doing wrong. <laughs> everything we're doing wrong. Why is, I wouldn't do that transition. What's what are you doing? Why is Bill orange? Oh wait, that's Bill. <laughs> that's good. Hey guys, I want to let you know we have a special guest today, uh, a friend of mine that I'm so glad that we reconnected, and I'd love. I'm so glad to have him on. Uh, this is Brad Fogarty. Brad, yeah, welcome dude, to the. So uh, glad to be here. We're so excited. Uh, and I like the fact that you're you call me special. That's really good. Well, you know, special has a lot of meaning no, no, in no. my <laughs> life. <laughs> But the, the best thing about it is his voice is so... Why is every like guest boomy voice? They're always like, oh, they're going there. And I'm like, when Barry White is with us today. Oh, no, I'll, I'll get excited voice. in a minute. It just go, it, it, it steadily climbs. As the more excited I get right now, I'm, you know, I'm, am I bored? I don't know if I'm bored. I'm trying to figure that out. My, so. my voice just starts off with the teenage girl. Like, yeah. hey, how's it going, everyone? Oh, I'll, I'll get there. Just wait. <laughs> good. Challenge good, good, accepted. Good. So I wanted to have Brad on. You know, again, uh, super excited to have you and, and to, to reconnect. It's been years. Uh, I've known Brad for, I don't know, 15 plus yeah, 16 say, years. I'd say, oh, yeah, almost almost 18. So I remember yeah. I remember when I 17, first 18. met you, it was in upstate New York. Yeah. And the first time, I don't think he even remembers this, I bumped into you and, and you turned around and you gave me this look and I was like, Oh no! I bumped into the main guy. Like he was speaking, <laughs> and I'm like, "What do I do with this?" And he was like, "Hey, I'm Brad." And like it was super nice, but I was expecting this like mean, arrogant guy. It didn't That's happen. That's so funny. It didn't happen. I don't remember that. I know. I do remember you. Okay. From then, but I don't remember that incident. But. So I, I'm glad you remember. It was like he's like, "Who hired the clown?" Kind of thing is what he's looking like. Why no, does this guy here? No way. It was awesome. But yeah, dude. So I wanted you to come on and share a little bit about your story. Tell her, tell her, you know, our viewers kind of a little bit about yourself, your story, where you're from, all that kind of cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, gosh. Uh, where do you start? You know, it's a cold that. November. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, uh, and everybody listening, listening, trying to figure out what, what accent is that? I can't, I can't really yeah, tell. Yeah, what is it? So yeah. I'm all over the South. So I was born in Georgia, moved to Texas, moved back to Alabama, then North Carolina. I mean, it's all, all over. Louisiana, done it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. Obviously, we met in New York. I was yep. traveling and speaking at the time under the umbrella of a, a, a nonprofit called Armored Outreach, yes. which is still thriving today. Praise the Lord. Doing its thing. And uh, we were up there doing a conference. Um, and so that's what I, I mean, that's what I did for, man, close to two decades yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. now. And just traveling and speaking and seeing uh, the church grow. Um, people come to know the Lord. People come to know that there's... Uh, not only truth in the word, but power in the spirit and the two yeah, united, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, changes everything around you. And um, we we have since uh, since traveling uh, really started to chase a, a trail that we were complaining. You know, it always starts that way. You, you start complaining to the Lord. You're like, what's with these people? What's with the? You know, and, uh, you know, you come home frustrated. You come home a little, uh, you know, disenchanted sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, man, we had such a powerful weekend, but then you'd go back three months later, and those people are in the same rut that we, we I thought we got out of the last time we were together. Yeah. And I, I, I just quickly heard the voice of the Lord, you know, say, well, we, you know, 
discipleship. It was just plain and simple discipleship. And I, I, I have to admit, man, I was 10 to 12 years into ministry and I didn't even know what that was. I mean, wow. I, when I say yeah, that, obviously, I, yeah. but, uh, like the depth of it and realizing, man, as uh, uh, the Western church has done a phenomenal job at evangelism, um, but we have, you know, more people going out the back door than we do coming in the front. Yeah. And I would say at this point, uh, because of that, because we haven't been great at discipleship, I don't know that we're great at evangelism anymore. And so I'm not here to talk or bash or any of that. I'm just saying that that's been my journey is like constantly seeing this and going, okay, Lord, what are we, what are you, what are you going to do about this? And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know, the way the Lord does, he's like, <laughs> like the, the feeding of the 5,000, you feed them. I'm like, well, what am I going to feed them what with? What does that mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it started actually in Midland, uh, Texas, where yeah. I, I was living when I'm, when I met you, uh, up in New York. Um, I, I just realized, okay, what do I have? What are my five loaves and two fish? What What is it that I have? And I had I had extra space in my house that we didn't need. Yeah. And so we gave it to the Lord, and um, we we lived in Midland for four years. We slept in our house one night out of four years without someone else in the house. It was wow. Okay, it was I didn't crazy. realize that. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where it started, and then the Lord uh, took us from. Texas to Georgia and in, in Georgia and increased our square footage uh, in, in miraculous ways and, and increased our influence. And then yeah. we moved from Atlanta. I'm, I'm nutshelling this thing like crazy. Oh, yeah, you are. And we, we moved from uh, Georgia to uh, outside Kansas City to Sweet Springs, Missouri. And the Lord uh, gave us an old high school. Uh, and that's a whole nother story. For like another he day. always does. Yeah. And so, I mean, you talk about like just increasing your square footage, like Gave our square footage today. We, we live, we, we're the weirdos that live in the school. We live in an old high school. That's um, incredible. And it's 40,000 square feet and it's full of people. Gosh. And, um, when I say that again, it, it, it sounds, <laughs> you know, Oh, we're dealing with the cult leader this exactly. morning. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's not a compound anything, of anything. Exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like, People can come and go as they please. <laughs> Your guy at home just slapping his forehead like, oh, oh what have they gosh, done? What have you they know? done? Um, but, I mean, again, it's like, what, it, what do I have that I can give to the Lord that he can then give back and and yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and change the, the climate for a, a, a multitude of people? And so... Uh, we Armored Outreach now is a is a um, has a location has a physical address which yeah. is cool. All, it was always wherever I was, it was, and now it is uh, it it's standalone. It's a, a discipleship center, it's and amazing. so yeah, young people come from all over the world at this point. It's crazy. We don't have a website. We don't have a I don't have a, like a pamphlet to give you or anything. But um, every summer, man, we we do a ninety day intensive. I, I call it like spiritual boot camp. Wow. And, and what we deal with mostly is trying to get uh, young people to a place where they understand who they are because of Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Not bec- who they are because of them. Yep. You know, yep. and yep. It, it, it it's such a, a transition to really stop and say, man, <laughs> because of what Christ has done, I'm no longer the sum of my mistakes. I'm the yeah. sum of His accomplishments. You know, yeah. what He said is true about me. So that I mean, that's. That's it. I, I don't know if that answered your uh, or oh, I did what you asked me to do. Yeah, no, it, it, it certainly is. It made me think about the word discipleship because I think you're right. Um, the struggle I have when I travel to churches and they're like, yeah, we, we, we do discipleship. And it's always on some classroom, which sure. I'm like, really? Right. Like because Jesus taught in rows. Yeah. Like you talked about earlier, Jesus yep. always taught, taught in rows. Yep. He really didn't teach in like groups or anything. There was no there's no community in that. So, uh, no, but but it frustrates the tar to me because you're right, because 
churches focus on discipleship, but they, there's something missing because there is no evangelism. So, right. I mean, I don't, how did that click in you? How did you, maybe this is a heavier question, but how did you break from it being like, here's a bunch of stuff to go and do? Like, how did you create the change in these, in these people? I, I mean, honestly, I, I spent, I, I didn't get a, a master's degree, but I did about that amount of work. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just studying from an Eastern perspective. And I'm not a proponent of like, you know, Jewish roots, Hebrew roots, all that. I mean, again, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, but I yeah, think yeah. we can start to celebrate a way of thought over a way of life. Yeah. And the reality is Jesus didn't, <laughs> he didn't come to give you something new to think about. He came to give you something new to live in. Mm. And and so, like um, it, well, you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. a lot of times like we, oh, we start studying all the festivals and like, okay, you know, and then we all of our focus is on that festival and not the fact that the, that the festivals represent something that, that Christ intended to change your life. Yeah. But we never get to the to the point where our life changes. It's like we just kind of change some of our activities. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I did, man. I was interviewing rabbis, messianic and non-messianic. I was I was interviewing anybody that I I, I thought had a handle on yeah, yeah. discipleship. And I there was one rabbi uh, that emailed me from Israel. This is crazy. Non-messianic. Uh, and he said, I'm assuming you're asking me these questions because you are a follower of Christ, a follower of, of Jesus. And, um, and he went on to say, and so I'll lead with this. If you consider yourself a disciple of Jesus, the least that you would do is read every word ever recorded of what he said every day of your life. And man, I finished reading that email, and I just sat there and I wept. I, I get teary-eyed thinking about it now. I mean, yeah. it was just like, what a chump. I'm such a chump. <laughs> I mean, I've treated the, I, I mean, this is the creator of the heavens and the earth, came to earth to demonstrate for me the way to live, and I don't even look at what he said every day of my life. Right. Well, then wow. who am I living for? Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff I look at every day, you know, that isn't taking me the direction I, I need to go. So that was a huge eye-opener for me. So you say, how did you get to that place? I just interviewed people who, who I thought knew it. And I realized, you you jokingly said it a second ago, but like, the Eastern way is together. The Western way is how tall is my fence? How long is my driveway? How yeah. far is my house away from my neighbor? Mm-hmm. That equals success. And in the Eastern, uh, you know, demographic is not that way. I mean, they wow. live in community and they do these things. So we, it, through the process, I mean, we literally just had people living in our home and then traveling. I was traveling speaking. I took dudes with me. Yeah, I yeah. had dudes with me when yeah, I met you all the time. Yeah, all and, the time. You know, and uh, and a couple of those guys run with you now on yeah. some of your stuff. Yes, you they know? are. Yeah, and um, so it was literally just like, and we use this phrase a lot, but like doing life together. Yeah. And so they watched my wife and I go up and down in yeah. our emotions, and uh, I mean, and they sh- and they they were able to see the entire the entirety of the picture and not just. Again, the whole Instagram life yeah. where you only see me when I'm pretty. And yeah. uh, and I think, man, so much wisdom can be gleaned just journeying with people. And not meeting once a week, but, yeah, you know, waking up and seeing each other at the breakfast table. And, and, and then 
again. At, yeah, yeah, anyway. No, it, 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 it's reassuring because we, we've had this conversation, Travis and I, about the fact that it really is doing life together. And, it, and it's, it's like when you stub your, your, you know, when you hit your, you know, your finger with like a hammer and how you respond right. almost means more than sitting down for two hours and going, let me share this truth with you. And, and we've gotten in such a mindset of like, you're right, like go and teach, even, even discipleship. Oh, go and, go, and, go, and, go and teach this to somebody. And then they'll go teach somebody. And then, and then you do it for six months. I'm like, I, I, can't, I can't reconcile that thought in my head that like me and him are in a discipleship relationship and the idea that, that he's sharing what, what he's learning with me and I'm sharing it with him. But we're doing it over the course of five, six, ten years. Oh, yeah. And it's not like, okay, six months, okay, now, now you go find somebody else. Right. And, we've, and, now, and now I've discipled 1,100 people. Like, have you? Yeah. Have you really? Uh, you, know? you can't in a six-week program when you met once a week. So in exactly. six days, six days you're going to do what Jesus did in, you know, three and a half years. Exactly. Or, or, you know, it, uh, yeah, no, that's good. I'm, I'm excited because because I see that. And, and then, you know, I know all the, the, the ins and outs. You didn't share so much. I do remember um, when, yeah, you turn your, yeah, when you turn your garage into like when you put the yeah. French doors on the garage, yeah. I remember yeah. you're like, I need you to come and come and like paint this and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And even now it's funny because in my cup right now is 12 gate coffee. There you go. And so, yeah. so, so it's even a byproduct of, you know, Hunter and, you know, sure. a byproduct of you. So, so just, I think about all these things that just like how far, you know, it's reached, but the value of that in our lives, we've made it so difficult. And cause even now, you know, small group leaders and churches will be like, well, I can't teach. I don't know enough about the scriptures. I'm like, but do you know how to fix a car? And do you love Jesus? Can you go and just bring someone along? You well, know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I tell folks around me all the time, it's like if you die with anything that you didn't share, I think that's sin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, Like yeah. any, any ounce of wisdom that you acquire should be distributed to those around you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. And, and so many times we find like, uh, you know, the, the, the secret agenda, the secret equation, and then we want to keep it for ourselves because yeah. then, then we'll, we'll – you know, advance and those around us would be, Oh, look at him. Look in that dude. That is, that's demonic. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. <laughs> no, no, I know I it's, it's funny. I mean, we're, I'm listening to more and more podcasts and books about leaders who have fallen and their agenda of success, where they define success and how it is not success. And that's what I think I really, really loved and, and about you from the time that I've met you is you really do care about people. Like, even though we didn't connect for 10 years and then call and you're, it's like, Oh, it felt like we talked last last week. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I love that that heart about you. And that's why I wanted to get you on here because I feel like we make it so difficult. Not when I mean we, I mean the American church has made it so difficult for us to understand that it's just doing life together. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason we're not we're not doing enough if we don't know everything and then finally share it. Or we sit down and we teach, teach, teach. But we don't actually do life. And I'm like, okay, great. Your your family's sick, but I don't really care about that. I need to teach you some more. And so it's just that just that concept. So so in the midst, of it, I really do appreciate that. That's why I want to take a little rabbit trail on the whole discipleship thing. But I mean, but I loved it. So, so share a little bit where you are now, kind of what you're doing. Cause I mean, you, and you got this school, does it, does that happen throughout the whole year? Like, like, tell me, tell me about it a little more. There are people there, uh, year round. Okay. Um, and but they're, it, they're part of the cult part, yeah, right? Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> it's a 90 day summer program. Um, free, Kool-Aid free. No Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid free. <laughs> You wear what you want. We don't hand out robes. No, no special it's shoes you no, got to wear no, or something? Wow, okay. It's a 90-day it's intensive, like yeah. I said. And, and, and one of the key things that I, I really try to make sure we, we address is identity, mm. um, as I mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. in the beginning of this. But um, getting to a place where those young people leave owning what they've claimed before, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and moving them. I mean, most of them are, are you know, in the 18 to to 24 range that college yep, age yep but you know we've had some come in in their late 20s early 30s who've had a career and, and have left their career to say I, I have to do something that 
yeah equals substance yeah like I, i'm not i can't just jump in the in the uh, the gerbil wheel what's it think the hamster yeah yeah um and, and and so again we we do 90 days in the summer and then after that we try to look at assignment trying to yeah. get people um placed where they can let their light shine before men yeah you know and and so we you know that pairs with um my wife and I own a company called Red Letter Management Group, and mm-hmm. so we work in the music industry. So a lot of these um, kids that come through the discipleship school end up on tour with different artists in the industry. And, and, and again, I don't know that people understand how, how uh, grueling that lifestyle is. Um, and it, I mean, you had Chad, and you've had some other guys yeah, exactly. on there. I'm sure they, they yeah, talk about Yeah, the romance is not there after, yeah. No, it's a, it's a dark, lonely place a lot of times. Yeah. And, and you you have been and part of the reason why is you've been removed from the thing that I think Jesus wanted us to have, and that's community yeah you're 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 gone, you're out you go you go out in front of people, they're all cheering for you the second the night's over, yeah, they walk out the door and you go over by yourself to you know your hotel room or to the back lounge of the bus or to your bunk, and you yeah. feel like, gosh, <laughs> I'm alone what am I so doing it's this like for? Yeah. yeah it's it's a and it's a creepy place in some in some respects, yeah um, yeah but we send those kids out as, you know, the light of the world, and yeah. they, and, they're, and and it's been it's been amazing. We we've uh, developed such a great reputation in the industry where the people are excited when they know Red Letter, somebody from Red Letter's on there because oh, that's cool. because it 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 brings that reminder constantly. And and, and I, I don't say that in an arrogant way. I just say it, it blesses me to know um, that discipleship works. Yeah, you know. No, I, I'm with you. Yeah, I, I feel like because I feel like when I when I have done those things and I've gone on those different tours, you see this, like everyone just kind of scatters to their own place, and there is a lot of loneliness. And then there's even a, a kind of a discontent. I wouldn't say a discontent because these are great, amazing people. But it's like sure. like you're doing you're on the front line essentially of trying to encourage others, and it just feels so lonely and so heavy. That's the word yeah. that keeps coming. Back. But I love that. that that's awesome that you're, that you continue to do that. So yeah, it's it's been a a really beautiful thing, and of course. That's not our only our only outlet. I mean, we have other things that um, the the I, I call them students. I don't know kids. Then yeah. then I look at them. They're not kids. They're like yeah. I'm just old. Yeah, no, they <laughs> they're are. They're all kids. like you know. 20 In this old, room, they're 20, all kids. Yeah, yeah, they're kids to us, right? So I mean, you, you know, there's so much other, so many other things that kids are doing. Yeah, um, yeah. Kingdom things, yeah. which yeah. is a huge blessing to me. And we see, we see on average probably a, a pr- probably two to three trips through you know for a student and and you know then they go on and get married and have kids is phenomenal so one of the things we wrestle with is uh helping guys wherever they are whatever career they're in vocation wherever they're serving so many guys um they got their family they got their wife they got the american dream and they're just empty there's no adventure sure so i would love for you to process like how did you and your wife get on the same page on this because because like the whole time yeah. you're like, I'm living in a school, and as a guy, I'm like, that would be amazing. Like okay. airsoft wars. Yeah, like, well, let's start. Let's, let's start. Pay, pay, let's start here. We gym. weren't living in the school <laughs> while we had the school, right? And I waited patiently. Yeah, because the big kid in me, I'm like, why wouldn't I want a house with a gymnasium in it? <laughs> right. So cool. Dreams come real, people. So exactly. But how did you like? Because I think that's where the struggle for so many husbands are. Sure. Is like, I may have this dream from God, but totally. how do I bring my wife along with this? Or right. more importantly, how do I help my wife discover the dream that God has for her 
and join her in that as well. Because there's no doubt you guys totally. have a, a very symbiotic relationship in your pursuit of God in that. And I don't know if many do. So what would you encourage? How would you unpack that for them? Well, you know, I think I'll be answering uh, better from experience to say how did i get on the same page with my wife you know it's like smart man smart man what i'm saying i'm seriously seriously good yeah uh you know Lindsay. Lindsay always seems to to know before i do uh that's yeah and so for guys that don't have that situation um you know i i can say all i would know to say is i mean pray i know that sounds so cliche but like just pray god you have to align my home but at the same time you you have to lead your home Right. And and so many times I think men are afraid to put their foot down spiritually because they already feel disqualified. They already feel like the enemy. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Because your wife knows you better than anybody. And, and and I don't think, I think we think our wife is going to go, oh, Mr. Spiritual, you're going to lead us now? <laughs> when honestly I think our wives are waiting yes. for yes. us to do it. But we don't do it because we're scared they're going to call our bluff because I was a turd yesterday or right. because – yeah they know everything they know everything and they're like oh you're gonna fool me you can go out and be captain fine at 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 church but i know you're not fine at home so i i think honestly is 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 saying god make me strong and courageous Hmm. and in that prayer you got to be willing to be strong and courageous not just wait on the lord to make you you know and and know this if if you say that he he may walk a giant right through your front door right (laughs) yeah and, and to be willing to step up to that and, and be willing to lead your home. Be willing to call, to call your your family together and lead them. It, I, I'm telling you, like, I, I'm, in, I'm in full, I would say full-time, you know, as a, as a cliche, vocational ministry. Yeah, I know. And it's it's one of the more uncomfortable things that I do is to call my family together to pray. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. Instantly I had this feeling like this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah, why? Yeah. It's that the enemy is set against it. It's why it's what he doesn't want us to do. So we push through that, and I think we start to see things just unravel. Of the devil's agenda starts to unravel. And dude, you, you, the the intimacy that comes with your wife, and I'm not alluding anything. I'm just saying like literally the draw yeah. that she has to you. I think is is divine. I think it's what the Lord intended. Mm-hmm. She 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 begins to uh, empower you just by trusting you. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you'll never know that if you don't open your mouth and lead. You don't put your foot down. And when I say that, dude, I'm not talking about ruling your home. Like, Correct. You're the woman. You'll do what I tell you. Do not read into this, anyone. Uh, let me clarify what I'm saying. Right. When you say no <laughs> to the agenda of the enemy and you put your foot down and you say no, your wife will be, uh, dude, up under your arm and as close to you as she's ever been. I, yeah. I believe it. I yeah. believe it. And I'm saying do it. <laughs> Well, it almost what I'm hearing you say is it's not you versus your wife. It's it's you versus the enemy. Essentially, I mean, when sure. you're talking, because it's not like putting my foot down on my wife. It's going. No, I'm not going to believe your lies anymore. I'm going to accept the truth that God said about me, and I'm going to walk in that. I think that's the struggle that that I see even in my own life is like, you know, the the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy, and he's really really good at it. But God came to give life. And so when I go, no, and it's not just like I'm just not going to believe it, but it's sure. like I'm going to actually step in faith to walk on water and go. I think this is that that walking on water moment for some guys to go. Totally. I'm going to take a chance and I'm going to do this, even though I know that I've messed up, even though I'm a, totally. I'm a butt every day or whatever. But I, th- I love that because it's a challenge to guys to go. No, this is where real manhood comes in. It's going, God, your word says this. You've said this about me, and I'm going to cast this on my family, even if I'm walking in struggle with that, that I know that this is true regardless of how I feel about it myself, that I'm going to cast this on my family. And you're like, and that's where the connection, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm also speaking from mistakes. 
you know. Oh yeah. I, I I said Lindsay seems to always know before I do. Doesn't mean I listen to her. <laughs> you know, and a lot of times I put my foot <laughs> this down. This is encouraging to me. <laughs> no, listen, I'm saying I put my foot down. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, for my agenda, and, yep. and I say that I don't, I don't I don't have any regrets in in our yeah, in our marriage, yeah. and and my wife would sit here and and, and laugh and say, we really don't. Right. Um, we we've had, we've made a lot of mistakes, but we don't have any regrets. You yeah, know, so yeah, many yeah. things um, could have been different, but you look at that and go, okay, then now I know how to do it in the future. And so I, I would say, from experience, I've learned to to you know listen and invite, right? And, and probably the other way around, invite and then listen, and then formulate a plan. So many times I sit with the Lord, I feel like I know it's Him, I know it's what I'm supposed to do. Then yeah. my wife has this, but what a like this. Eh. And and I see it as opposite opposition instead of like cor- correction. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, I'm ready to blaze a trail. I know I've heard from the Lord, and Lindsay has this, yeah, you know, finger up. Like, wait a minute, yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to wait. I heard from the Lord, and, and <laughs> now's the time. Yeah. And, and and so I'm saying, from experience, I've learned to okay. Here's here's what I'm instead of just grabbing her and blazing a trail. Yeah. Stopping and saying, okay, here's what I'm feeling. And and then listen yeah. to what the Lord's already, I mean, the Lord already spoke to her because she's not hard-headed like me. She's, she's known this for weeks and right. months, if not years. Yeah. And then then shape your approach to what the Lord does. I, I hope that made sense. Yeah, oh. it, it does. And in fact, it, it kind of blending a few things that you've talked about, like the, the, the deep need that we have for community. And alone is really a bad place yeah, to be. That's, right. that's where Satan starts to win the battle more yep. and more. And I, you know, I think one of the very simple practical things that if 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 you're listening to this or you're watching this and you're not currently doing this, my, my encouragement would be invite your wife to just pray with you every day, yeah. because there's something that is exposed in the heart of man yeah. and in the heart of a woman in those moments of prayer when you're sitting down talking to the Creator of the universe that knows you, that loves you, that cares for you, that's paid for you, and has at that moment when you said I do wove you together as this intimate community a community that truly you'll never experience anywhere else this side of heaven yeah that's what he designed that marriage covenant relationship what did you have me on here for that's the best thing that's been on the show (laughs) he's pretty solid so you you just bring it out of us but no i remember when i was leaving new york and and we were just praying about it and the the first you know as i was nervous about it but me and her both when we were in midland texas sunday friday night it was a friday night we flew in and she said she said i'm feeling weird and i'm like me too and in that moment, we both talked about it. Said it felt like we were coming home, but but there was something about the whole world could be against me. But when I knew that my wife was listening to the Lord and I was listening to the Lord, it was like we no longer cared about what anybody else said because we had a lot of attack. Immediately went back sure. and said, "Hey, hey, we're thinking of leaving." And it's like it felt like yep. uh, it felt like a my big fat Greek wedding was like, "Why you want to leave me?" <laughs> you know. And so, but it was like that whole idea of like, okay, but we knew together, and right. so it was like. It didn't matter at that point because the whole world was against me, but my bride, the other half of my flesh, right. was for me and was for, the, was, was for wanting what the Lord wanted for both of us. And so it wasn't like, okay, honey, whatever you want. She was like, no, we're supposed to do this. And then you're like, that confidence yeah. that, that, that like builds in you. You're like, okay, I know that we're listening to the Lord now. And so, no, I get that completely that, man, God is in control of this because he's told both of us and we're walking together and there's nothing more peaceful yeah. I think than that. That's so right. And I want to go back real quick to, to, to that black blockade that I think we feel a lot of times when when we know it's time to lead our family and we just feel like this is stupid, this is dumb. I, I would encourage men in your relationship with your wife, just tell her. Just tell her, like, I I gotta confess to you. Mm. I, I wanna pray with you. Yeah. I, I wanna sit down and, and and be intimate in this way with you, 
before the Lord. I want to I want to go to the throne room with you. Dude, every time I think about it, I feel stupid. Right. I feel absolutely stupid and I'm I'm asking you to join me in fighting through that. Yeah. That feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm telling yeah. you. That's it, huge. Yeah. yeah. I and so I I I really uh, I don't know who who that's for <laughs> yeah. or what and I, that that like phrase I'm not trying to use in the cliche way. Like, yeah. Literally, I think yeah. s- there's people listening that are like are, are sitting there going, well how, "Well, how do I get past that feeling and feeling stupid?" Put it out, like just yeah, say it, just say, say it. it. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good, man. That's really good. And so, so I really, I love the idea that 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 we 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 can have this. So, so any, so as, as we're talking about this, anything else that comes up when you're thinking about this to share with guys who are like, "Man, I got this this God given dream." I'll just call it that for the sake of the argument. Like this God given that, that God has cast something on me, but I don't I don't know. But how do I start to step in that? Like any any other encouragement for that? Who that's like that's a million dollar question. It is. I you know I, there's there's no doubt in my mind, you know, that those who trust in the Lord with all their heart and lean not on their own own understanding, and all their ways acknowledge Him. Yeah, He directs their paths, and 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 if if that's not like a conscious thing that you're sitting before the Lord daily, like acknowledge Him in all your ways, that means everything you're about to do. Yeah, it's like God, I do not want to move an inch in the wrong direction it is so important to me to be on the path that you've given me that i'm literally going to yield and and listen that sounds a little psychotic it's like dude you ask the lord if it's time to use the bathroom or ask the lord if you can go well and until you until you're walking in discipline you might need to yeah yeah. you know what i'm saying like whatever it takes yeah yeah it's like i don't know that everybody that works out has to you know cut all sugar and cut all this and cut all that to see results but some people do yeah. Until their mm. system now, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And absolutely. so spiritually, it's, it's the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you go as extreme as you have to. You know, I, I say this to people around me all the time. It's like, pay the price to be set apart. Yeah, yeah. And, and for some people, that's a that's a longer list than others. Yeah, it, that's it, a it money really, quote right there. <laughs> it really pay, the pay the price, price to be set, set apart. apart. It's really that's good. golden. That's really yeah, good. It's, when it's truth, you know. <sighs> I love it. I love it. Well, dude, you so know. I didn't answer your question. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You know, it. Gosh, because I think every, I don't think there's one patent answer for that. Yeah. I mean, other than Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, but I'm not trying to be a cheesy cliche guy either, you know, and yeah. throw out just, oh, let me answer that with the, <laughs> you know, the, the the Bible verse that's on my t-shirt or whatever, you know. <laughs> the Bible setteth. Um, so. But, I mean, dude, Scripture is the answer to everything, so I, yeah. I don't want to make fun of that. But but yeah. I am saying I think for every guy, it, it, it could look it could look different while being exactly the same. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. That sounds so vague, but I hope it makes sense. No, no. I, I, I what, I, what I'm hearing you say is, guys, just get in the word. That's the first. Just not that. Just get in the word and spend time in there. And there's a lot of different options that you can do that with. I mean, there's studies. There's, I mean, there's the U version app. Just get in and yeah, get, listen. Totally. What I mean, just, just get in. Just get, you know, get in there. And I feel like once you get that like bite of bite of bread, you're gonna want more. Um, and again, not in a cliche way of like learning some information, but God, I'm struggling with this. Just being honest. That's what I'm hearing. Being honest with God. This is where I'm at. Things suck or things are whatever, but like being honest with where you are so you can move forward in that, you know? Well, and if, I think if you take like what's, what's in Romans five, um, is it five? No, Romans eight. Which one is the mindset on the spirit is, I think it's Romans eight. Yeah. Romans eight. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so if you go down that whole equation, right. Yeah. Um, you're like the podcast theologian. I had to check in with you. What, 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 what is it? Well, according to what I know. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, St. Paul. Uh, so in, in Romans 8, there's an equation that walks through that. It yeah. talks about 
the, the mindset on the flesh. The word flesh means sense, reason, or rationale yeah, outside yeah. of the influence of the Holy Spirit. The mindset on the Spirit is obviously yielding my sense, reason, and rationale yeah. to a supernatural source. So now I think supernaturally. I, I express supernaturally. I feel supernaturally. Does yeah. this make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I've, I've yielded to the Spirit. And my mind is set on the things of the Spirit. Um, I'm no longer a rational thinker. I'm a super rational thinker, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm no yeah, longer yeah. a natural. I'm a supernatural thinker. That's not something I do. That's something he offered, something that he yeah, gave yeah. In, when he released the Spirit at, at Pentecost. Yeah. And so at Shavuot, all of man will now prophesy. All men will dream dreams and see visions. And uh, it's been extended to all of us to think supernaturally. Yeah. But we don't do that if we don't take our mind captive, Romans 12, right? If we, yeah. don't, if we don't take it captive and, and, and really say, I'm not going to adhere to the patterns of this world, but I'm going to be transformed by what? By renewing right. my mind. Yeah. I'm going to set my mind available to the Spirit of God. same Spirit that brought Christ out of the grave is forming my thoughts. Yeah. Well, what's my path going to look like, Bill, at that point? I mean, mm -hmm. if, if the same spirit that brought Christ out of the grave is formulating my thought process, I'm probably in pretty good shape. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. what I have to do at that point is be putting to death the deeds of the flesh. This is Romans yeah. 8. So that I can, through, I can truly thrive. I can literally be driven by the spirit. And it goes on and says, and those driven by the spirit truly are sons of God. Well, I mean, isn't that what we're called to do? Isn't that yep. what we are? Absolutely. Bought with a price. And so... I buffet my body. I no longer give way to the deeds of the flesh. It was in it was in Proverbs this morning. I think it's verse. Uh, I, mean, I could, the theologian here again. Is it verse seven? <laughs> uh, I believe. No, I'm <laughs> I, it, I'm I don't know what even day it is. What is seventeenth today? <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know what today is either. But uh, anyway, I, well, I was reading Proverbs this morning. I I, I think it's the twentieth because uh, I read the twentieth, or I'm or I'm off a day. I don't know. But uh, the the twentieth chapter, verse seven. It's, it says uh, the righteous man walks in his integrity. So the crazy mm -hmm. thing is uh, the, the righteous man is something that's done for you, not something you. What you do is you walk in integrity. So you pay the oh. price to be set apart. So he made you righteous. Now you walk in that righteousness. And, and you may go, well, you'll never, you'll always, have, you'll always struggle with sin. I'll be like, well, I, I think that's true. I think we'll always have a war with sin, but that's not going to be my mentality. Right. If that's my mentality, then I'm I'm, I'm basically saying I'm always going to lose. Mm. <laughs> and so it's yeah. a it's a changed mindset. So a lot of people hear me say that and immediately blow me off. And they're like, "You're you're claiming to be like ho holier than Jesus." I'm, no, I'm a co-heir. Yeah. Well, according to the yeah. word, if I'm going to yeah. say I believe what the word says, it says I'm no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, an heir. Yeah. So I can have a different mindset. My yeah. mindset is today I'm I'm going to wage war against the things in my body that 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 want something that's lesser than what he's offered me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I'm putting to death those outward actions, right? Yeah. I'm literally taking captive my vices and saying, you will not own me. And I'm paying the price to be set apart. Come out of their midst and don't touch what's unclean. It yeah. says he'll welcome me. That's 2 Corinthians 6. So, uh, again, getting back to that, you're like, what's the point, land the no, plane? I'm good, trying to good. get there. No, it's it, it's, it's basically getting to that place where it says, you know, if you if you want, if you have this vision, you have this dream. You want to you you you're like, dude. It, there's this thing over there. It's so much more than where I currently am, dude. Then you work on walking in integrity. Mm. And the thing that's cool, that verse I was saying in, in Proverbs twenty verse seven, it says in his uh, in his children will be blessed after him. Right. And if you want some incentive uh, to walk the line, you think about your daughter. You think about your son. 
uh, or plural, your daughters or your sons, and you think about the fact that me saying no right now to maybe watching this longer than I should, I'm gonna turn that. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. turn that off. Correct. Uh, is somehow heaping blessings on my children. Mm. You suddenly don't mind yeah. turning the TV off and doing something different. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and and I mean, every time that thought comes, like, oh, you know, it'd be nice if. And, and dude, pick your poison because everybody's got that that, yeah. that, yeah. that that shadow that whispers to you. When you can literally stand firm against the whispers of the shadow, uh, you walk in the light. Yeah. And, and literally are heaping blessings upon your children. And so, I mean, I don't know how to incentivize, incentivize <laughs> anybody better than that because that literally is what has yeah, really lit, yeah. lit me up. Is like I, I don't want to be the reason my children wrestle. Yeah. I mean, dude, think about that. No, no. I, well, we, and we, we, we talk about it a lot is that our actions impact our grandchildren and our, great, our great-grandchildren mm-hmm. for who they will become. But I, I love you, see because I feel like what I was hearing was, Truth supersedes emotion. Mm-hmm. So this idea that, like, man, that I'm, I'm giving God authority over my emotions to go, no, I feel like I want to do this. It yep. doesn't matter how I feel. Like, yep. like God, your word, so I, f- I know that your word is true, so I'm casting my emotions. I'm casting the anxiety that I have on your truth and saying, God, I, I see the bigger picture. Yeah. And the moment that, I, that we stop to stop sin, the moment that we, that we reject this battle, we're actually saying, God, you, you have more for me. You know, we talked about before, it's like Potiphar's wife and Joseph. Yeah. And it was a long time in, you know, in, in my life that I was like, time out. He's 18. Bro, if, when I was 18, that would have said, and Bill had sex with Potiphar's wife. Right. That's what it would have said. But I was like, what stopped him? And it was, it was what God g- gave him earlier, the dream, the desire. He right. said, God is the utmost authority. So I need to literally run away from this. So, so you got, you know, there, there could be guys out there in the middle of their sin Struggling last night having watched pornography, last night having, having got on and gambled on a site or, you know, have some kind of chemical addiction. And, and it, today is a day to stop and go, no, this truth supersedes my emotion. And so I need help. So calling out to people and realizing that, man, we're all a mess, that we need somebody in community. I think that's where it wraps in. It's like that, that whole community thing. Listen to the irony in this, though. Yeah. But I'm sorry to interrupt no, go you. For but it. Listen to the irony in that. The reason that you won't take a stand is you're scared to fail. Listen to the irony in that. The reason you won't stop is because you're you're scared to fail, so you just failed. I mean, <laughs> do you listen to the irony in that? Yeah, As yeah, you were yeah, saying yeah. that, I was like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, yeah." Why do, why do I do that? I mean, this is a conviction for me. So, yeah. I sure, I, hey, I'm not going to take a whooping by myself. So I'm looking at you, going, "You're getting whooped with me." <laughs> we're uh, in this together. <laughs> yeah, dude, suffer with me. I mean, seriously. Yeah. So, no, today. Let today be the day of reckoning. Let today yeah. be the day of salvation. Uh, so I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but no, no, this is this is what like, it's about. Gosh. This is the podcast. So this is good, dude. This has been really, really good. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this, and I know, I know you got a bunch of other stuff to do. So I appreciate your time being here, and and uh, you know uh, we, we we do have a, a thing we like to do with all of our all of our guests called uh, fast five. Oh yeah, I'm nervous now. There it is. Try that again. That's the first oh. time we've used that. There it is, but Fast I, Five. I talked over the first one. Sorry about that. That was pretty awesome. And uh, so maybe every time I say Fast Five, Travis has to do it. No. Come on. <laughs> Negatory. So, listen, so, so like that thunder. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We should get like a rim shot. You know, that's what I no. need. No, I, no, this is, that's not what this podcast is going to become. A bunch of <laughs> sound fillers. Dad, wah, wah. dad jokes. Today on the <laughs> drive in. Wah, wah. You know, yeah. No, no. Awesome. So we have some some uh, I have some questions for you. Are you are you ready for these? Yes, okay. I, I will say before we do this because this I don't know this this could end awfully. I, I just think that uh, <laughs> the sound effect for 
today's Fast Five should be the Jetson car or the spaceship. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be really good. <laughs> Just, Kyle, if you're listening in, yeah. that's your that's homework. Your <laughs> we know you have COVID, but you can still Google. I know. What the heck? Get up and do it, man. Cowboy up. So. <laughs> Truth supersedes emotion. I don't care how you feel right now. Get right. up and make this happen. Yeah. So, <laughs> truth is, we need the Jetson. That's it. The truth is, that was a play on a, on a past thing. Was, there you go. Yeah, Look at that. That's right. what, uh, anyway, side yeah. note. Side note. For those who know Brad, truth is, yeah. you know, it's good. So, hey, uh, so fir- first question. If you had to live in a decade, which would you choose and why? Wow. I'm assuming a decade I haven't lived in. Right? It, it can be anything. It can, it can be a decade point, you I've lived, lived in. I've lived in six decades, which Dang. is weird. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. You you could choose right? one of those six. I'm only forty nine, but isn't it like seven, the math works? Seven, 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 eight, nineties. What do you call it? <laughs> Thousands, <laughs> zeros, and twenties. Yeah, this yeah. Is fast five, five has five become a uh, <laughs> a math problem. A really math it's question, like, and I, now it's a I, traffic jam. This is a traffic jam, was, boys. Let's it was keep my moving. understanding there'd be no math. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we right. are in oh, ministry. Sorry. We don't we don't do math here. I, I'm like a I'm a Wild West guy. Okay. Okay. So I I think. That would be the, the time frame. Like everybody had a gun, everybody rode a horse. Oh, kind of like the eighteen seventies, eighteen eighties, something like that. Yeah, I like nice. it. Nice, I like yeah. it. Nice. Okay, cool. I like it. I like it. Okay, uh, favorite vibe. Oh, go for I'm it. going back. I'm just thinking about you because your hair and your <laughs> facial hair it didn't matter. It didn't matter. No. Yeah, like I live my you life. Shower now, once you know? a month and you were considered clean. I mean, it's great. There's a lot yeah, of good I things just, about this. Yeah, I think the Wild West would be. And I'd probably be miserable. Oh. The, f- the first world person in me would be like, this was stupid. This is the worst mistake <laughs> I've ever made. This is a waste of a time machine. What do we do this for? <laughs> go down to the river for water? What is this? It's not coming to my house? <laughs> Where's the microwave? So, uh, all right. Favorite Bible verse? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, man, I'm a Romans 12 fan. Okay. The whole thing. Yeah. Not, not the cliche verse right. 1 and 2, but the whole thing. I mean, the whole thing spells out. Honestly, I think God's intention for the the way we live and the way we live together. Yeah. So I encourage you to read it. Cool. Money chapter. chapter. Yeah, chapter 12 of Romans. Favorite Bible chapter. We'll do that instead. Of that right. was good. No, that's a Romans 12. That's awesome. Okay. Very cool. If you could be a character in a movie, who would it be and why? Ooh. Oh, gosh. I would be a bank robber. Okay. Uh, for sure. It's kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing? Yeah, so like Ocean's Eleven kind of, oh. you know, like planning the whole heist. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't I don't, I don't, know what movie it would be. I would make my own. I don't want to replay hey, someone else's. I like that. I like that. I feel like we're getting his alter ego here. Yeah, yes, we know, are. Like, yes, here's we a man are. proclaiming the word of God like boldly, and he's like, I want to be a bank robber. <laughs> so, I love so, it. I love so it. maybe, maybe uh, you know, an Old West where we rob the, the stagecoach or something. That's sensing a pattern in the Old yeah. West here. Yeah. That's awesome. That would be cool. Nice, nice. Yeah, what's the worst fast five ever? No, it's <laughs> this has been really no we one should have done fast one with it's, Fogarty. It's more of a me- meandering five. <laughs> no one point. has ever picked the Wild West so no, far. No, we're good. It's always been like twenties or seventies or whatever. So no one has picked the two thousands so far. So no. I'm just, just gonna throw that out yeah. there. So we, we were all there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one picked twenty twenty either. I don't know why they didn't pick that one either. But uh, uh so what topping would you put on your worst enemy's pizza? Ooh. So, like, the effect is to get even with my enemy? Is it's the, is all, the it's subjective to how you want to take it. Probably super glue. Ooh. Oh. Could you, I mean, would that stay if you put super glue in the tomato sauce? Ooh. I don't know what it would do. Oh, my gosh. 
I don't want to find out, but that's a that's a, a unique answer we've never had heard before. I think you're. I'm glad you're a friend and not an enemy. <laughs> that's all I know. I, I mean, like the that. bad the bad part of that is they didn't have super glue in the Wild West. Yeah, so, so yeah. it didn't. So at least, got, at least got out of the. You know, you moved out of the Wild West. It was good. Yeah, or like a, you know a Carolina Reaper pepper oh, or something. Oh. That'd be good one too. That'd be nice. Super glue seems detrimental. Pretty bad. What does what does Jim Gaffigan say about that? I don't want fire fire engine diarrhea. <laughs> anyway, well, I just realized I incriminated myself. Anyone <laughs> close to me dies from and they test Carolina their blood. Reaper. Test their blood and there's super glue super in it. Super glue and I'm, Carolina I'm in prison, Reaper. We're in whether prison. I had anything to do with Nothing. it. Nothing. That's good. That's good. Okay, if you had to pick one color your shirts could be forever, what would it be? Mine are all black. That so. is the common answer. That's awesome. So it's very very I true. I work in the shadows, so yes. it's like it works well. Love it. The shadows need the light. Look yeah. at that. People See, are always like, that. well, it's slimming. I'm like, no, not being fat is slimming. <laughs> <Not> being fat. <laughs> it doesn't matter what color my shirt is. I, this is me. So I like the uh, fat, fat I, black color. Yeah, I don't, I don't do it for a slimming <laughs> factor at all. I go Johnny Cash and you'll like it. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, that's awesome. Well, Brad, thank you so much for being on today. Oh, bro. This has been amazing. It's been a lot of fun. Huge blessing. Um, man, if you guys have questions for Brad, send us out an email, info at known legacy. We'll get them to him. Yeah, totally. But uh, I love the idea of discipleship, community, the value of that, and then that whole idea of bringing your wife along. I mean, that, that, is, that is so crucial. So, guys, if you're struggling with that, we, we want to pray with you. We want to connect with you. So connect with us, info at knownlegacy.org. We'd love to connect. Check us out online, uh, Facebook, uh, Known Legacy Ministries, or Instagram, at Known Legacy. We'd love to connect with you guys, and uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Hey, Brad, thank you so much. Good, and I'm giving you permission now. Anybody that messaged you that wants uh, to to speak with me and talk yeah. about anything, man, I give you Okay. All the digits, man. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, Let's I, do it. I, I know yeah. you, you're not very uh, reachable. You don't really seem to care about people. I, be- so. I believe in what you're doing. And, Thank uh, you. Uh, Thank you. I really do. I'm proud of you. And. I don't even know you. I just <laughs> met you this morning, and I'm proud of you. Well, thanks, brother. Thanks, man. You're a great it. producer. I, well, it's my, side, a, it's my side hustle. It's side hustle. <laughs> the, on a serious note, though, man, what you're doing matters, and so uh, stay the course. Thanks, man. Sure. It means thanks, a lot. It means a lot. It really yeah. does, especially coming from you. So, no, we're grateful. Guys, uh, uh, thanks for watching today, Brad. Thank you again for uh, being here. I'm blessed to be here. We need to get you back on again, yeah, we'll even do if it. it's on the phone, but I'm glad you were here in the area. Yeah, to connect. This is a very rare moment that we yes. can have a guest on the in podcast, studio. In studio. So thanks for being here. Guys, thanks for watching. Travis, you got anything else? No, man. God bless you guys and have a good one. Take it easy.